Genre. Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are talking about the 1990 live-action Turtles movie, one rat-hugging minute at a time. I feel like I've used that one before. Yeah, you almost probably. certainly have. Yeah. All right, let's try this again, where we are talking about the 1990 live-action Turtles movie, one, one last minute at a time. Voyeuristic. Mm. One voyeuristic minute at a time. There you one go. one there reporter kissing minute at a time. One okay. reporter yeah. kissing minute I at a time. I guess that's fresh. <laughs> I, I, I like that we're doing this on Any this episode because work. there's that Hi, whole... Hi, my name is Scott Toffee. Anyway. No, no, yeah, go ahead. I'll wait. Okay, oh, no. Your name is Scott Tofty. <laughs> Never mind. My name is, my oh, name is Scott Tofty, and that was Adam, and Adam wants to say... This is falling apart. No, I was saying uh, th- th- that was a fun thing to do for this episode because this episode has another one of those "what joke should we do?" Let's keep saying stuff kind of jokes that keep popping. Oh up yeah, movie. at the end, that's true. I'm, that's why I totally did that on purpose right now. Yeah, I was um, trying to bring it I'm in. I'm Scott. That's Adam. Chris O'Connor's with us. Hi, Chris. I am. And last but not least, the fantastic Rachel Gatlin is here. Hello. And uh, guys, I'm sad. Do you know why I'm sad? Why are you our sad? Last, it's our last minute. Well, this is the last minute of footage in the film. Yeah, wow. we're we're like we're like ninety nine point five percent of the way there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See what uh, I did? How can we be ninety nine ninety something percent point something percent of the way there when we're like at minute eighty eight? At what? I, I'm mathing wrong. <laughs> but I think we're at minute eighty eight out of ninety four. And I'm not good at math either, but if I take, hang Pretty on. sure that's not 99.5% 88 then. divided by 94, that is 93.6% of the way done. A minus. Yeah, A minus. 9.36. That, that's mathematically pretty darn close to yeah. the end. Yeah. No, I was in the ballpark. I estimated well. Um, but anyway, yeah, this minute starts with the turtles continuing to sort of... Uh, pull a George McFly on April and Casey. And uh, I mean, of course, by peeping Tom at them, not, uh, you know, befriending their future children. And ends Mm. with uh, a... a, That's in the third movie. (laughs) That's true. It is, isn't it? Um, And ends with a black screen, which is a little bit sad and uh, almost a little bit scary it's like where do our lives go from here <laughs> yeah after right. this black I, after I, this black screen i only exist on this podcast i don't know what's going to happen to me yeah. schrodinger's podcast for me you do <laughs> <laughs> um but let's talk about this so uh the turtles are rating the uh i guess excellence of april and casey's kiss and they're all nine very excited nine five and we get this track 9.95 in the background by Canadian hip hop group Spunkadelic. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. Spunkadelic. Spunkadelic. <laughs> Spunkadelic. Um, that is. <laughs> yeah, they didn't they didn't have a lot going on. Uh they had another song on Turtles 2 called Creatures of Habit. Uh, they had an album out called Spunk Junk in 1991 apparently. Spunk Junk? Yuck. Spunk junk. Yeah, I don't. Let's not yeah, Google that. I don't. I don't love that. it. I don't no. love it. Mm-mm. Don't don't <laughs> no. Google that. 
It's not not great. <laughs> I, um, do, I don't. But this is but this is Spunkadelic doing nine point nine five. It is one of two songs that we hear uh, featured in this minute. Uh, as the turtles are yelling to the crowd below, uh, it makes me question. And the cops don't know. Are they not worried care. that all the other kids and police officers are going to look up and be like, "Oh my god, giant talking turtles on the roof"? <laughs> eh, they're not worried. They can get away. They're ninjas. <laughs> but are they? <laughs> this paper, this paperwork just got a whole lot harder to write up. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I. I would just like to point out that uh, in my notes, I started off by writing teenage pervy voyeur turtles. Uh, <laughs> does anyone else have a nice four name, uh, four word name to drop here instead of, uh, uh. I feel like we're, this is the last episode title that gets to be really clever. Like let's fight for it. I just got, I just got like an image of Raphael in his trench coat and his hat, like Ew. with some binoculars in a parking lot. Looking through the windows of a big locks at a rack full of Crocs. <laughs> oh Out to a movie. That okay with you? <laughs> Peeping on chicks or dudes, whatever he's into. I don't know. Oh, Raph. <laughs> Awful Crocs. Uh, uh, underage mutants. Oh, my God. Rachel, I'm sorry, but they also drive around in a turtle van. Uh, uh. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Rachel. I'm sorry. Sorry, I, I, my something underage mutants watching adult situations. But it's not funny. <laughs> that, that, that's, <laughs> it's not. It's not funny. Uh, oh man, when they get the internet. Oh boy. <laughs> oh god. Oh man. You're gonna be on so, AOL. But <laughs> there's gonna be like, I want to use the phone. Teenage voyeuristic <laughs> turtles. Teenage voyeuristic <laughs> turtles. Yeah, How many imagine? minutes did we pay for on AOL? Watching you in the bathroom. <laughs> Pervert turtles. <laughs> Pervert turtles. Can, can you imagine these four on AIM? Turtle perversion. Oh, God. Like That just opens up a whole other... What whole are their screen names? Uh, Donnie would be Does Machines. Does, with a Z. D-U-Z Machines. 89. Oh my god, this makes me so happy. Michelangelo would be like party dude number 5,000 or something. Yeah, yeah and, then, uh, and then Raph would just be cool but rude. <laughs> and, and Leonardo would be like, uh, Leonardo would be like, oh my god, he would be like some sort of uh, it would be His name to, would be like Art of Ninja. Yeah. yeah Leonardo, de, Leonardo de Ninja. Yeah. Some, someone's, someone's alternate screen name would have to be like, Pizza lover dude 89. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably also Mikey. Yeah. Yeah, every everyone everyone had an alternate screen name. Like you had your oh, main man. one, but then you had oh, your alt they one. They have so much yeah. fun ASL. They, they ASL. Just be like, yeah, you know, like 17 male New York City. Mine was Toucan Son of Sam for a while. <laughs> I went by Toucan Son of Sam. Toucan Your online dating profiles are going to yeah. be super sketchy. Why aren't there any pictures of you? Why is every picture of you just a pizza? <laughs> or this trench coat? Swipe right. <laughs> Swipe right I don't know. Pizza. pizza on Tinder? That might that might get a lot of interest. <laughs> that, might <work. laughs> yeah. that might work. I want to do Rachel, that. So you sound like Tinder you speak some like On Tinder needs to make their Tinder profile picture I've, just Raphael with that newspaper headline. It's worse. It's I've, worse. Never, I've never been on Tinder, but if... I, I I would imagine that pizza would be popular amongst the Tinder crowd. I would. 
It'd be funny if like, we had Tinder wrong this whole time. If you swipe left, you just got delivered a pizza. Yeah. Like they, it just showed up. <laughs> oh my house. God. Where's that app? Quick copyright that. That's brilliant. <laughs> it just, just people show you different pizzas. It's or like, just, no, yeah. I don't want that one. Not that one. Ooh, or, that one looks good. Or if pizza hut like had an app like that. Like you decide which pizza you want by swiping left or right. That's how I get All 80 right. pizzas delivered in one night. This is this is the moment where we can reference back to if this app comes out. We're, then we're we helping can sue all the other for, pizza uh, companies for... like fight their way against Domino's. Well, Domino's already has like if you just <laughs> yeah, text really a pizza good. emoji to them, a, a a pizza shows up at your house. Yeah. It's crazy. They're they're really good. All right, let's let's they, get back they to internet our hard. We uh. We cut down to street level and we see April and Casey locking lips and Casey gives this super like broed out like fist pump kind of thumbs up thing and uh, hoists hoists April up and then we cut to one of the most iconic scenes in the movie. It's it's a callback to one of our earlier minutes, uh, the very beginning of the film when the turtles have finished their very first battle. And they're all going through adjectives to describe how great they are. Well, we do it again Exclamations. here. And we're going to see how much we've grown in the span of this movie based on the uh, adjectives that we can come up with. So Leo uh, comes up with a, a nice little fist pump saying, we were awesome. Which, uh, you know, okay. I give it like a <laughs> solid seven. <laughs> And Mikey comes in with a lovely little bruise on his nose, and he bodacious. says, "Bodacious, yeah, it's even better." That one I'll give like a like an eight, eight and a half. It's this next one that always caused me a little bit of a problem. Bitchin', Raph says, "Bitchin'." Right? He's like, "Wait a second, did he just swear at us?" No, no. Does "bitchin'" like, count as a swear? I mean, it's got the yeah. word "bitch" in it. I mean. So, I think so. When yeah. I was, I'm pretty sure if I had said that as a little kid, my mom would have been like, "No." Yeah, bitch is not when a great was, word. I'm not a fan of that no. word. When I was younger, I didn't even know I'm, that bitchin a was word. a word. Like, oh, like slurf, uh, slurf, surf slang. Like, oh, bitchin waves or whatever. You know, I had no idea what that was. I thought for the longest time he said something like flage, and I'm like flage, and I was like, "What is that? What is this word?" Fabergé eggs. <laughs> exactly. Once again, I am like that's what Donatello too young heard, to understand to this movie. Sort of <laughs> also, like sort like bitchin wasn't really a slang anymore by 1990. Like that's kind of was uh, it over? I what, feel like really? bitching was bitching was over by then. Bitching, <laughs> bitching was bitching over by then. Uh, I don't think it was bitching. Bitching. I think this is a bitching good time. Is what it is. I think there was an end with an apostrophe. I, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Did it, it wasn't over. Shoot, are we gonna have to bleep out all those bitchings? No, bitchings. No, we're not really. I don't nah, think I'm just, so. I'm kidding. Th- that that conversation came up in in our hey, uh, group hey, Facebook. Wait. Do a version Look. where it is all bleeped out and see how much funnier it is. It would be pretty they, funny. They say it. They say it in the movie, so we can say it here. And it is that's a that's movie. what I always say. If, if they're cussing, it's all in the, the movie, times that we've said the s word in this show that we need to worry about. Yeah, we've done, we've snuck a couple of those in. Oh yeah, yeah. all the concerned parents have totally like gone after I- us on iTunes. Yes. Um. But anyway, I never understood that word until many years later. There's like, there was at some point, Teenage Scott had a reawakening with this movie where he's like, oh my God, I can hear all the dialogue now. It was, I don't even know. It's like, I, for the first time I'd seen the movie when I was like 14, you know, it's like, it's just it, all of a sudden everything clicked into place and watching it my whole life. 
And I don't know, my ears suddenly turned on, and I'm like, oh, I understand these words now. I understand Mushmouth, Casey Jones, all of a sudden. I understand <laughs> Raphael. Um, but Donnie comes up, and I love his body language here. I love sort of the tap, tap, tap on the, uh, it's tummy on the, on the chin, and uh, his little tummy rub by Mikey. I love that he still can't think of a word. It makes me happy. Well, like, didn't he, he get... He said both Bossa and Chevy Nova, like, uh, at the beginning, right? Yeah, he failed miserably. He's like, Bossa Nova! And they're like, what? And he goes, Chevy Nova? Chevy so Nova. now he's he's just like, I don't know what to say that's going to, you know, make me, he's, you know... Fit he's feeling very group. self-conscious. Yeah, he's not sure how to contribute. Or he's finally got a good one, and he's just like, wait for it. Wait for it. And then, and then Splinter steals uh, it. And Splinter cuts it. him off? What a jerk. Dad... <laughs> I was just about to impress everybody. Yeah, Raphael's like totally tubular, and then Michelangelo's like wicked. They're like throwing him bones here. Like, come on, Donnie. Like, how lame would it have been if he actually was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to say totally tubular. Like, Raph throws him an idea, and he's just like, yeah, that one, totally tubular. He's like, LMAO. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what? 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 He's a raffle. <laughs> raffle copter. <laughs> We were on fleek. <laughs> so fetch. Slay. Stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> um, but I, I love the, God, I say the word I love a lot in this show, don't I? I'm mm-hmm. going to say you it again. You love a lot. I love Splinter here. Love. I love this exchange. I love that, you know, the, the old man that's been hanging up on a chain link fence is the one who has the coolest thing of all to say. Mm-hmm. And I think mostly I love that the music stops on a perfect drum beat, leaving a beat of silence right before he says the word cowabunga. <sighs> it's amazing. It's such a good payoff because as a kid who watches the nineties cartoon show, this word is synonymous with the turtles. And we haven't yep. heard it for the entire film. Yeah. So, like, this is huge. This is big. This is like, hey, kids, we know you're watching. This one's for you. <laughs> there was also, thankfully, no holy guacamole in this movie, which was another one of uh, um, yeah. Mikey's catchphrases from the cartoon. Holy guacamole. So there's this. There's this thing that happens now with Ninja Turtles where Cowabunga is sort of treated like the redheaded stepchild of the English language. Um, <laughs> and it's they do everything they can. And they did this in the 2003 show also. They do everything they can to not say it. But in 1990, I don't think that stigma was there yet. I don't think the filmmakers are going like, oh, we're, j- we're on, on purpose no. not saying Cowabunga. Like, Absolutely not. Like then it was just starting out. Like it wasn't the, it was coming into its power. It was, it was just beginning. It was like, yeah, it was, you know, it was not a time for them to be like, you know, um, jaded about Cowabunga. They yeah. were they're absolutely going to say it. So I just Googled the, the end, end, ugh. Etymology Et- of cowabunga, <laughs> not the yes, entomology. not entomology. Etymology. So it originated in 1954 from an wow. exclamation of surprise and anger by Chief Thunderthud in the Howdy Doody show. Chief what? Thunderthud. Thunderthud, 
Um, and then it was used by surfers in Howdy the 1960s. Oh, that was probably racist. As a shout of triumph and then spread worldwide <laughs> by 1990 in the in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, oh, that's, that's... so they're a big part of the history of the word. Mm-hmm. Wow, it would have been I funny too if started uh, on Howdy Doody. Yeah, that's that's crazy. It would have yeah. been funny if uh, if Donnie had yelled. Um, uh, what's what's I just lost it. What was the one from Hook? Um, Bangarang. 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 <laughs> oh man. Bangarang. It's That'd be like they all shut off. Like no, 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 no. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, Chief Thunder Thud would say "Cowabunga Peanuts," and the Peanut Gallery would shout "Cowabunga" back to him. And then, huh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So it just started off I as a racist. I want to find a video of that. That's weird. I've never. I've never actually watched life. that show. Me neither. And I, I imagine that Chief Thunder Thud, well, based on this screenshot, is is some kind of Indian person. Yeah. 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 Red face. A white guy dressed like a Native American. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's, I'm looking at it now. It's bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did not age well. Well, Cowabunga became timeless, so we can at least thank him for that, I guess. Although I will say oh, Cowabunga. Hey, here we go. Wait, I found it. I found it. All right, hang on. I'm going to send you guys this link. We'll put it in the show notes, but I found a video of Cowabunga from Howdy Doody. I'm oh, sorry, Adam, go ahead. I will say that Cowabunga, way, way better than Booyakasha. Way better than Booyakasha. I don't know what Booyakasha uh, is supposed to be. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. That's a mouthful. That's a word salad. <laughs> it really is. Booyakasha. I mean, booyah is easy to say. But booyah is kind of over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, booyah, that's like, I feel like that died out with like hanging with Mr. Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. All right, Scott, I just, I just want to point out this video you sent us starts off with, a, with an older gentleman peeling a banana in front of a bunch of children and saying, we're going to play a little game here. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what on earth am I in there somewhere? <laughs> wait i didn't mean to send you that video wait shoot don't watch no. that it's a different video don't watch that one no that's the one it's just really weird um so yes origins of cowabunga thank you Rachel, for that. that's super eyes. educational and interesting i never would have guessed that that's where that started yeah um but let's talk about splinter delivering the line cowabunga and then the 90s trope of all 90s trope, the four-man unison high-five. <laughs> well, it's, it's a high 12, high, right? High 12. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we're adding all the fingers together. Yeah, 12. Yeah. All right. It's 12. Um, 12. Cowabunga, big, long, extended cowabunga, moment of triumph. Every kid in America at this point is, you know, peeing their pants in excitement as they see this on the big screen for the first time. A lot of popcorn is being spilled. I'm excited watching it now, and I still think it's stupid, but I'm so excited watching this part of the minute. Mm. What's wrong with me? Uh, no answer. I don't Nobody's have an answer. Okay, no. good. I don't. I were, Too many you know, things. I mean, whatever it is, I lack the self awareness to you know ferret it out of myself. Because here I am with you on this podcast. Mm. What was it you called it? I think you may have said this on the the our last Patreon exclusive. Adam, we are neckbeard turtle fans. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, we're lost boys. We yes. we never grew up. We're lost children. Um, but we get the cowabunga, and then the music. For partners in crime, T U R T L E power starts, and it's 
such a good way to wrap up this movie. Like that vocoder, T-U-R-T-L-E, power, with the MC Golden voice there and Keymaster Snow. Like, oh, man, it's just, it's so good. It's such a great way to end this film, and it hits at just the right point. Like the image on the screen is perfect, four hands up in unison. Ah, It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. And then are perhaps the best line of the entire movie. I made a funny. <laughs> <laughs> I made a funny. Yeah. It's we had a-, a couple guests who I think mentioned that as their favorite, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think we did. It's funny because like it wraps this whole movie up. It puts a nice little bow on it, but we still don't know what happens to Danny. We don't know what happens to all those kids. It's Dan now. We don't know. Oh, sorry, (laughs) Dan. We we don't know what happened at that Island where we're, what Chief Stern's going to do, Everything how he had to reconcile explained. with saying none of this was happening when it really was. Yeah. There's a lot of He's stuff. He's going to get there and find out that it's like Discovery Zone. It's like there's nothing bad here. It's just a bunch of poker tables <laughs> boxes, and cigarettes. The boxes are mostly full of shredded <laughs> paper. Discovery yeah. Zone. <laughs> I had my birthday there one year. There's just like a ball pit. A lot of people had their there's birthday an there. There's animatronic band. <laughs> oh. Oh my god, it's just a Chuck E. Cheese in there. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese and Discovery Zone, just one big mega birthday oh bonanza. Like, <laughs> kind of like how like Taco Bell and KFC and Pizza Hut could Can Taco team Hut. up to be more powerful. I, don't know, I, I think if it was Chuck E. Cheese, they would be a lot more sympathetic to a giant rat being among them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's probably true. That's kind of just totally apropos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like their whole thing. Is, you know. <laughs> we're all about rats here at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> we're all about giant anthropomorphic rats. Says what? Pizza rat. <laughs> oh man, does Chuck E. Cheese still exist? I yes. hope they did something special for Pizza Rat. Oh, oh right. Pizza oh, Rat. That's probably something they missed out there, on. There I don't think a, they would be savvy enough. I think there was a tweet, a picture of Pizza Rat, and it was like, "This rat just has to get home to his four turtle children." <laughs> <laughs> Great. Mm-hmm. Um. So as the movie wraps up, Splinter lets out the I made a funny line and we see the turtles dancing to what we assume is absolutely nothing. Right. Because they yeah, don't hear the song playing. They're all they're all hearing their a different song in their head. It hadn't been written. That yet. would explain why they're all dancing to a different beat. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Like Don, um, Donnie's doing like a little jig. Mikey was doing like a, a fake saxophone thing. It looked like. <laughs> Donnie would be into the Lord of the Dance. <laughs> It'd be funny if one of them was doing the Elaine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is, this is kind of cute because the whole time they're all dancing, Raph is like taking care of Splinter. Oh, yeah, he gives him a hug. I don't think I ever noticed that before. We, we mentioned this, Adam, you and I, right before we started recording that we never saw this before. Um, but yeah. yeah, Rachel, it's totally heartfelt. It's like a super cute moment, right? Yeah. My heart I, is so it, warm right cause, now because you're distracted. I, you're distracted by the dancing, so you don't really see it unless you watch it one minute at a time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's beautiful because it's sort of it's it's wrapping up this entire arc of Raphael and Splinter that started way back when we had the I lost a sigh, I lost a sigh earlier on in the Splinter. movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Raphael and Splinter have back. this bond throughout the entire movie. Get it back. That really, we don't see resolved until this moment. Like, Raphael, once he heals from the foot attack up at the farmhouse, we sort of 
lose track of his narrative for a while. Like the story is really about him for a lot of the film. And then all of a sudden it's not because he's unconscious. He regains consciousness. And then we're kind of forget about Raph's struggle. And then this is just a nice little, like, do you remember what we did earlier? Like it just, do you, this is, here's your ending. This is the resolution you've been looking for. Mm. It's kind of nice. I never noticed it. I'm very appreciative of it. I think it's a great little thing to have in there. This little hug to, uh, uh, that he gives to Splinter here. It's a Kodak moment. Mm-hmm. And he shakes his hand too. Like he, <laughs> he, he holds his hand for a moment before he hugs him. It's great. Yeah, like he walks out, like, like he puts his hands on his knees for a second. It's cute. Oh, there's, there's this thing Splinter does when Raph goes to hug him, like Splinter's chin goes up on his shoulder and it's the exact same thing my dog does when he wants a treat. He puts Aww. his chin up like on my knee in the exact same way. It hits me in the heartstrings. Um, and as we are listening to the sultry sounds of MC Golden Voice, we are fading to black. No. And that is the end of Minute 88. And ladies and gentlemen, it's the end of the footage. I don't want it to end. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 1990. All good things, Adam. Let's do it again. Let's things. just start over from <laughs> do here. Do this whole show one more time. Well, here we go. Listen, sort we've of. still got sort we've of. still got credits. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna talk about all the credits next week. So you're gonna get bonus minutes next week. You're gonna get the minutes for 89, 90, 91, 92, 93, 94. So you're getting extra minutes next week because Thursday and Friday of this week, that's tomorrow and the next day, you are getting a two-part interview. With the man himself, MC Golden Voice from Partners in Crime, the guy who sings the song, the man who wrote the lyrics to Turtle Power. And it is an awesome interview. We talk about the song. We talk about turtle fandom. Guys, we even talk about Star Trek for a while. How that happened, I'm not (laughs) sure, but it happened. We do, we do. So I'm just just Um, realizing, we, we started recording this when? Remember when? I think we started recording in February. So it was cold out. We started out. way ahead of time. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. We it's almost way been ahead a year. Of time. It's almost been a year. It was cold out, and now here on the East Coast, we're currently in snow. a snowstorm. First, so <laughs> first snow of the, first first snow snow of the, year. Of the season. Wow, um, you guys. Yeah. Well, actually, no, no it's not the, the first, first snow, snow of, of the winter. Year. It's, it's not the even last te- snow, first snow of the year, probably. season. It's not even technically winter yet. Yeah. So. Really? It's not? Okay, no, winter, winter, winter is coming. Winter officially starts the 21st of December. Yule. All right. Yule. Well, we're, we're going to uh, uh, let you guys go, and we're going to let you listen to the Thursday and Friday show coming up. All the credits next week. We are going to probably do a little bit of a summary next week, but we are going to be back with big-time stuff in uh, January or early February because I think we're all actually – gonna try to get together and record some content in the same room and have a big sort of grand finale for season one which will be really cool for you guys um we might have some patreon exclusive stuff in that also um needless to say there will probably be some shenanigans involved mm-hmm. <laughs> some video games involved and maybe some alcohol involved who right. knows but uh, it's gonna be a good time and if you've ever and had that'll be coming. If, if you've ever had any burning questions about your 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 hosts Please submit them on our Facebook page. There yes. it is. Thank you. That is that is the big thing we wanted to get to. If you have any questions that you want to ask about the movie, about us, about our opinions of the movie, uh, your own conspiracy theories or alternate <laughs> plot lines, 
anything, anything you want us to talk about, start throwing them on Facebook now. We're going to be jotting them down. And in that January uh, or early February episode, we will address all of that stuff for you guys. And that'll be our season finale episode. Uh, it's It's been a wild ride. I don't want to say goodbye and goodnight just yet because we have a little bit of time left. But this minute in particular, that fade to black screen, there is a sense of closure I am feeling. Um, <laughs> and I think you guys feel yeah. it too. It's very... Very uh, bittersweet moment here at the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles home studio. Uh, but we want to thank you all for joining us on this ride. And there's still plenty more to come for season one. And hey, there's probably going to be a couple more seasons of this show. Yeah, probably. Just saying. So couple go to doinggenre.com <laughs> slash Patreon. Go to Twitter at well, TMNT at Minute. At least, at least go one, to, yeah. Go to Instagram at uh, TMNT Minute. Hit us up on all the social media, and we will see you guys with that exclusive Partners in Crime interview tomorrow and Friday. Goodbye, everybody. What's a good way to wrap it up? Goodbye doesn't do it well enough. How about a Fweeterzang? No? No. Um, how, mm-hmm. about, how about farewell? Wait. Uh, no. I think I've got it. The okay. perfect thing. I've always been very fond of. Cowabunga! Oh, it felt so good to do that with other people for once. On the half shell, they're the heroes for. In this day and age, who could ask for more? The crime wave is high with buggings, mysterious.